Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, and today I have another client session for you. So this is my client, Liz, and thank you again, Liz, for letting us listen to your sessions and learn some things about ourselves and maybe even get some healing. If you are interested in um, listening to Liz's first session with me, that was episode 120. Um, that was released in November. I believe it was November 11th. And uh, this session took place in October of 2021. And episode 120, that session took place of June of 2021. Um, that's kind of how I like to do my past life regressions. I usually do one every like three months to six months, just kind of depending on what is going down in my life. In this session, Liz is continuing to explore just that human sense of, am I worthy? Uh, am I good enough for this? Am I too much? Am I not enough? And one of the things we talk about is like guilt around work. And man, that is something that so many of us struggle with. I'm thankful that um, I have I spent the decade of my 30s, I'm 40, I'm 42 or near 42 when you're listening to this, um, and I feel like I spent the entire decade of my 30s just like wrestling with this and going about it in the way of like, in terms of like guilt around work, worthiness, am I doing enough, all of that stuff. And so listening to this was just like a really good reminder and like refresher for me. It's something that I think living in this world, at least in this country, in the United States, we're really, really, I don't know, it's in the air we breathe. Like, be productive, don't be lazy, all of these things. And then um, our obsession with like material things and um, keeping up with the neighbors and all of, you know, just am I making enough money and tying our value to money? These are all things that I have struggled with. And even though it's not really like the main wrestling match of my life right now, it is something that, of course, I struggle with. Like, um, I've spent decades being steeped in kind of that work ethic of like, work so you are enough, do enough so you are enough. And I don't know if any of us get away with, I don't know, maybe if you had like a really sweet home life or something growing up, you didn't cling on to that. But for all of us who did, um, this session, I think, is, is such a highlight and a reminder for all of us. Anytime you're listening to a client session and you hear me doing some sort of technique to get them to release or remove residues... If you feel like you have that same thing in your own life, you can envision that and just do that visualization with your own body, like feel it in your own body. It works. It's real. It is your magic. So even if you were sitting in a session with me, it would still be your magic. You would still be listening to me guide you through it. And so use that. You don't have to wait to have a session with me or anyone else for sure use it. And one of the things that we do specifically is remove residues from the past life that she experienced. 
and these residues were heavy, they were holding her back, it made her feel like she maybe owed her life to other people. And so she talks about, we talk about really taking back the reins, like taking back that control, which was great because so often we hear the message of like release control or that control is an illusion. (laughs) And I do believe that's true. And I do feel like the idea of us taking back control or in this session, we say it a lot of like taking the reins, the reins being like, I don't know, the ropes that come from when you're like riding horse and like trying to steer the horse. I don't know shit about riding horse, but that that's what it is. So um, if you're like, what the hell is that? If you know even less about it than I do, then that's what we're talking about. So I feel like this regaining control that we talk about is really just like accessing our own power and understanding what we need and want and then exercising our free will, which we all came here with a license to do, to satisfy those needs, those wants, those desires. Another thing I thought was really cool was like anxiety. We talked about anxiety, healing that feeling. And one of the things that came in for this client is believing in magic and really leaning on that. Like when she's feeling anxious, when she's thinking those thoughts or doing things or in situations that really flare up that anxiety, the mention was like believing in the magic, which which I think is so cool. And to me, when I think of believing in the magic, it's really a part of that. I don't know if you've covered this on your spiritual path, but sometimes people say like a real big part of like the path to healing or the path to enlightenment or the path to a peaceful existence in this world is really being comfortable in the unknown. And in that, of course, is like a release of all kinds of control. And I think a really fun, nourishing way to think about that really is like believing in the magic. In that in the unknown, um, in the unknown part of the equation, we can either believe it's going to like eat us up and kill us or maim us, or we can believe in the magic that we're being supported and... Um, whatever that means to us. And I believe that that magic is there for everybody, Um, even in this fucking fucked up world of like racism, sexism, ableism, ageism. I mean, it's just, it's it's everywhere. Um, One of the things, another thing that I wanted to share with you all is the question about like, why did she pick this life? Man, how many times have I thought that? (laughs) And her response was, being patient is something I'm here to learn more about. And, And then she said, I like being here. As hard as it is, I have chosen to be here. And not only be here right now, but like she has chosen to be here a lot. And in getting that information, sometimes just having that unconscious, that subconscious idea, belief, motivation, bringing that to the conscious mind just automatically makes feel makes life feel like it's a little bit more in alignment, like it's a little bit more peaceful. And I encourage you, if you feel that way, like why the fuck did I pick this life? <laughs> Which I think is a question that we'll all ask if we go down this path long enough um, to know that like you can get that information. And I think getting that information is easier in hypnosis, in a hypnotic trance, and it's easier to trust 
and really have it sink in like our capital T truth. But you don't need hypnosis to get those answers. If you're someone who is especially like really open and intuitive, even if you're not, you are, even if you don't feel like you're open, even if you don't feel like you're intuitive, you are intuitive. So maybe the question is just like, how am I blocking it? How am I shutting it down? And we can access this information. So sometimes it's just really about getting quiet and listening. So maybe next time you go on a walk or sit down in meditation, or maybe next time you're standing in the self-checkout line at Target, (laughs) wondering why this line is so freaking long. And um, you can just sit there and maybe that's what you think about. Let your mind wander. Have that quiet time within yourself. And I know that when people talk about quiet time or meditation or listening, we often think about like, you know, going on a silent retreat or, well, I need all kinds of time to be quiet and meditate. And I want to remind you and something I'm reminding myself is that you don't need like actual quiet to be quiet and still within. And so just know, like, maybe it's about getting curious as to like, where can I get more stillness and quiet within me? when it is not actually around me. And that can happen like when we're driving, when we're standing in line, when we're waiting for something or someone. In a natural curve on this path of like figuring out self-exploration, learning more about who we are, I liked that. I like the idea of like whether you're trying to find a job you like or you're trying to figure out who the fuck you are. I think it's really important to figure out what these things are not. And a lot of times people think of that as a failure. And I think that anytime we realize that we are not something or something is not for us, it's just as valuable as learning something is for us. And when we recognize who we are not, like that opens up all kinds of doors, right? Like with that information, we understand like, I don't need to try to fit in this box anymore. And I feel like I'm really in a phase of that life. Like I've recognized who I am not. And I am just in the phase of like fresh off of not trying to fit in that box anymore. Sometimes I feel this way. As I record this, I feel this way. Maybe I won't in a few days or weeks. But in that, I feel like I've gotten a lot of energy back. Just like daily energy. Like I'm not as tired as I used to be, which... Man, I don't know. I don't know if if that's a direct correlation, but if that is motivation for you, then get after it. Recognize who you are not and stop trying to fit in those boxes. And then the last thing I want to highlight is just like, I think the reason why we do past life regression, like the biggest reason. And she mentioned something, this client Liz mentions something to the effect of like, It's like I was living with beliefs of 100 years ago. I feel the same, but the world today is different. (sighs) Yes, yes, totally. Like, how often do we do that? And a lot of past life regression, a lot of these past life journeys are really just so we can like stop beliefs that are no longer relevant, beliefs that are holding us back. And in that hypnotic trance, we're able to like sink in and really get clarity and understanding around what is for us and what is not for us. And bringing these beliefs up to the surface where we can examine them 
and then just easily be like, oh, this is not true anymore. It can literally change our life from the moment we come out of trance. And all of that integration, mind, body, spirit, how it translates into our daily actions and decisions, the big ones, the little ones, the ones that we don't even think about. And all of that begins to get steeped in new beliefs and new understandings of what's possible for us. And that will change your fucking life. That has changed my life. And even if it doesn't change your life in the sense or my life in the sense of like, it looks totally different, it feels different on the inside. And that makes that, I'm telling you, like every situation and that can feel like a new life. That can feel like a load off your shoulders. <sighs> oh, one more thing. This is for sure the last thing. I loved when she talked about work guilt with her spirit guides, her higher self. Just the peace that they pull out, like focusing on value, not the time. <sighs> Huge. Like, why don't we do that? Focus on the value, not the time. Um, I left a corporate job um, to work for myself over 10 years ago now. Um, it was in 2012, the beginning of 2012. So that was one of the things that just fucking drove me about working in a corporate environment. And I remember even just saying to my boss of like, this is just so outdated. Like, why do I have to come here and sit and work? Um, and he was just like pretty old school, like, what I would consider like old school baby boomer, like he'd get to work at 6.30 a.m., read the paper, have coffee, and then start work. But like would look down on people who weren't there at 6.30 a.m. It's like, I do this shit at home. Like <laughs> I don't want to come here to do these things. Anyway, um, I think that we get in that habit a lot. And I, I'm assuming slash hoping that COVID and quarantine and everybody working from home like shifted a lot of that. It seems like at least maybe. Thankfully, I'm not so close to <laughs> that fire that I can tell. But when it comes to work and the guilt we feel around it to focus on the value, not the time. Because at the end of the day, how we feel about work creates our world. So it doesn't matter what other people think. I mean, it can feel like it does matter, <laughs> but like if we can shift that in us and feel good about the work we do and then be able to nourish ourselves in other hours of the day and not to fill every hour with work or kind of work in the background of our minds, man, that can make life just feel so much better. Oh, so hopefully you get a little bit out of that. Again, thank you so much to this client for letting us listen to this session. And if you have not listened to episode 119, she uh, allowed us to listen to her first session with me. And it's really just that exploration in the core human issue of like, am I enough? And then all the guilt and anxiety and shit that comes from that. Uh, it is something that I know so many of us struggle with. And I really cannot thank this client enough and every client who has shared their story. We all learn, we all get a little entertainment, and we all get a little healing when we listen to these things, if we want it. But before we hop into that recording, I just want to say, if you are interested in having your own past life regression with me, I would love to meet you and, and lead you on this journey. So the way scheduling works for me is I open up my books for about a six-month period, uh, after about two or three weeks of that schedule being open, it is booked. 
I'm so thankful. Thank you. And um, toward the end of that six-month period when I'm booked up, then I send out a new schedule link for the following six-month period. So if you are interested in having a session with me, all you need is the internet. I do everything via Zoom. And you can just go to pastlivesandthedivine.com, click on Schedule, and then you can either schedule your appointment or if the schedule is full, get on the email list and you'll be notified when the schedule opens up again. So right here, right now, it is December of 2022. Uh, A few weeks ago, I opened up my books for the first half of 2023 and If that's not full already, it's going to be full soon, so check it if you want it. Uh, Pastlivesandthedivine.com, click on Schedule, and once that's full, then if you go to that scheduling page, then it'll say, hey, put your email address in here, and I'll let you know my schedule opens again. I don't do a waiting list. It is incredibly rare that someone cancels their schedule or cancels their session, Uh, and in the event that that's happened, I think it's happened less than five times in the four years I've been doing this. I just take that as like a time to relax and breathe. And I would love it if you would do the same. Let's all stop giving it all away. Uh, When someone cancels, I take that as a signal for me to rest, relax, catch up on other work, take a few deep breaths. And my wish is for everyone to do the same. I believe so many of our problems, angst and anger in this world comes from people denying their own needs. And so let's just take care of ourselves and I'll lead in that direction. Okay, are we ready? Gather around the fire for this past life regression with my client Liz. Thanks, Liz. And whenever you're ready, let me know, are you inside or outside? Um, outside. Do you get the sense, are you alone? Are there people around you? Yeah, it's very chaotic. There's a lot of people, um, a lot of shuffling. Okay. And there's uh, wagons and also like mountains. Okay, good, good. So in this chaos and all this shuffling around, do you get the sense, is the mood of this crowd excited, scared? Is this normal? Is this temporary? Maybe how do you feel about it or how do the people around you feel about this chaos? It's, it's normal, but I feel a sense of panic. sense of like anxiety Mm. about being there okay like it's like everything's happening around me and I'm just like moving in slow motion okay if you were to look down or sense the type of material or clothing that might be on your feet or maybe even the ground you're standing on. What do you know when you observe that? I like 
black leather shoes that are pointy at the front. And like blue, a blue ruffly skirt that I can see kind of hitting the shoes. Okay. Good. Definitely feel a sense of like anxiety. Okay. What does that feel like? Can you feel that in your body? Yeah. I mean, my chest is like very heavy, kind of pounding. Okay. okay. So let's move into that, that feeling a little bit, knowing that as you feel that you're releasing it from your body and just moving into it, feeling that anxiety, see if it dissipates a little bit, see if it tells you what it's about or what are you thinking that causes that anxiety? What do you know about that anxiety? kind of feels like I'm realizing something so I'm not anxious about where I am I'm more anxious about who I realize I am um, oh. like I realize like like I am more like I want to say like kind of a puppet maybe but yeah it's just I'm not I have to do things for other people I am a puppet for other people okay so if you were thinking um if the idea or the thought or the realization of that you're a puppet for other people creates anxiety what did what was your belief before what did that knowing undo when you felt okay about what you were doing or who you were I just thought the world was different thought I could be different and be free and be happy. Good. Realizing that's not really how it is like in this scene or world. Hmm. Do you get a sense of what made you realize that, that you were kind of a puppet for other people? I'm getting a sense that I'm being forced into a marriage. Ah, uh, okay. weird I can't I can't look up like I can only see everything from like my hip down okay so if you were to focus on kind of your head your head your back your shoulders 
Do you get a sense um, if you're wearing something that makes it difficult for you to see or if you're in something or bound in some way? And if you don't get it, then it's not important. It's just me, but I have a tight, I have something tight on. Um, but it just feels like I'm just very, very anxious. So like all I can focus on is like the ground. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So let's move this scene forward forward in time, forward until maybe you leave or someone joins you or something changes around you or within you. So just imagine yourself hitting fast forward and let me know what happens next. I feel like I'm out, um, like I'm like, sitting at the base of this big tree. And it's, yeah, it's really big and I can see it and I can feel it. I don't really know what I'm doing though. Does it feel like you come here a lot? Or is it, are you like, traveling somewhere and just sitting down, never been here before. Yeah, I do come here a lot. Okay. When do you come here or what draws you to this, this tree? I just want to be by myself. Okay. Uh, think about memories. But I'm lonely and and disconnected most of the time. Uh, do you feel lonely and disconnected when you're here or when you're with other people? When I'm with other people. Okay. So if you feel lonely and disconnected with other people, how does that differ from how you feel when you're alone at the tree? I feel like it's like something that I own, like my, I can do what I want and just, you know, don't have to oh. behave a certain way. Okay. Okay. 
What else are you aware of here? I feel, um, I feel slightly older than the last scene. Okay. More disconnected. And I think I have been married. Yeah. But like I just feel like my husband is kind, but something in me was a little bit broken. Hmm. What else can you say about that broken feeling, whether it's in a part of your life or a feeling or when it started? It started when I, like that scene when I realized like I wasn't this, like I wasn't living for myself here. Mm. Um, and I, lost something or gave something away or yeah just let myself be broken I let that consume me yeah taking this memory with us Let's move to another scene in this past life. And on the count of three, you'll be there. One, two, and three. Moving to another scene in this past life. Just allowing the details to come in. Maybe noticing whether you feel older, younger, whether it's day or night. Just allowing the details to settle in. And when you're ready, just let me know what you're aware of here. So, I don't, I'm not aware of the scene as much as I am of the feeling. Okay. Yeah. What are you feeling? Can I laughing with my husband and I'm aware that I actually really enjoy his company. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because I like am kind of like betraying something that I decided. Like, you're not gonna like him, but I do. Yeah. Do you get a sense for your age? Okay. What else are you aware of? Um, 
just like a really happy scene. Yeah. Like the, the feeling in my chest is definitely different. Tell me how it's different. My chest isn't pounding as much and I'm just, I'm happy. Like I'm enjoying things and I feel kind of, I feel warm, like in a happy way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Do you get a sense an interaction like this with your husband is pretty normal? Or do you feel like this kind of caught you by surprise? I feel like it's normal. Like, I actually really like him but I like didn't intend to Uh. like there's like this good piece it's like becoming this good piece in my life oh yeah yeah I don't know which is different than the last scene Maybe a few years older. Mm. If you were to really focus on your husband in this scene, and maybe you can feel his energy, maybe you get a visual of some part of him. But if you were to just kind of feel the essence of the energy between the two of you or how he feels about you or how he feels about life. What do you know about your husband? He is, I like his energy. He's a good person. But I just, I just don't feel that I know him that well. And I can kind of see what he's wearing. Like a brown vest in this scene, at least. Yeah. And, man, I I do, I feel fond of him. Um, He's goofy. And he's let me be distant like he's let me take time to get to know him Mm. and this scene is so different because he isn't requiring me to be something quite the opposite of what I thought this would be oh wow Uh, 
I, I, he's familiar to me, but not from this life. But I know his energy, like it's familiar. Ah, yeah. Yeah. God. So let's move to another scene in this past life, taking this joy and delight with you. And we'll move to another scene on the count of three. One, two, and three. Moving to another scene in this past life and just allowing the details to come in. And whenever you start sensing any details, just let me know what you're aware of. I'm aware of the stream. You get a sense of your age. I'm older again, uh, 30 years old, I think. Okay. feel like I'm gathering water but I can't really tell how I'm feeling or anything not okay. sad content maybe hmm good so as you gather water or, or if it becomes clear you're doing something else that's okay as you're doing that here, do you get the sense this is something that you do often? Is this one of the first times you're doing it or do you rarely do it? Yeah, I do this every day. Okay. And maybe just observing the scene around you, sensing it, feeling it, knowing it, maybe you see it. And come at it with the perspective of maybe what's different today if you do this every day. If there's anything that's different in you or wow. around you. I get it. I'm content, but I still long for what I once wanted to be. Ah, how I feel. Yeah, wow. I'm happy. But this place, like when I'm alone, I still have like that undercurrent of who I wanted to be originally. Yeah. And do you get a sense more of who you wanted to be? Or how you're different from who you wanted to be? I wanted to write and be, I 
just feel like I wanted to be, um, I wanted to like fulfill my potential more than I was able to, like wanted to write or maybe have a career. Hmm. The career is not really like a great word for this scenario. I just, I thought I had more to offer the world than the place that I was sent. Mm. Even though like, but I'm, but I'm happy. I'm not in a bad situation. I just had more to give. Mm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Is there anything else you're aware of? Okay. Good. So let's move now to the final scene in this past life. And we're going to move now to the final moments before your soul left that body. And we'll be there on the count of three. One, two, and three. Just allowing the details of the scene to shake shape. Maybe noticing your position, your location, how you feel. What are you aware of here? I'm sick. Like there's something wrong with my lungs. Okay. Where are you? I'm in a bed uh, on the property I had, like the same property I'd been gathering water. Okay. Kind of in a tall room. Okay. Are you I alone? In, oh, uh, go ahead. I just think I'm in a lot of pain. Okay. And I am alone in this scene. Do you get the sense you live alone? Like, has any family passed on or your husband? My husband's still alive. Okay. I can't tell about if I have kids. I think, like, I'm in a lot of pain, so it's kind of hard to, like, really okay. know what's going on. Okay. So let's move this scene forward through the time when your soul leaves that body. And you shed all that pain in that earth suit. And just say, okay, when your soul has left that body, but you're still hanging around that past life. 
Okay. Good. So as you're there just outside the body from the vantage point of the soul, do you get a sense of kind of what you were thinking as you were leaving the body or now that you're freshly out of the body? What's kind of in the mind, in the soul? How do you Uh, feel about life or your life? I mean, I think the first thing I saw was like, I feel really bad because like, I could just see like, at least I think my husband like just like sobbing. Mm. It's really Mm. sad. Yeah, yeah. I feel really bad. Yeah. Like, he's really upset. But I... I let this longingness get to me. This longing for something. And I almost... It just kind of, like, ate away at me. Hmm. I feel like I almost like led myself to this place. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like I, I, a piece of me kind of gave up. Mm. Um, jade away at my body. Yes. Huh. my husband's really sad yeah yeah what do you want to say to your husband Um, this wasn't really the place for me it wasn't where my soul wanted to be Yeah. Yeah, it'll be okay. Okay. It's like I just I couldn't ultimately be what this situation wanted me to be. Mm. As much mm. as I loved him and even if it was a good situation, like it ultimately wasn't me and I had to like Yes. Okay. So do you get the sense when you look back on that life, is that kind of your big regret or is there something else or a a different way you'd put that when you kind of look back on that life, anything you'd regret or do differently? I felt even looking back at that life, I feel like uh, it was, I wasn't in control. Um, I don't know how I could have changed that feeling. It was just an insidious feeling, I think, that eventually ate oh, away yeah. at me. Okay. 
trying to rationalize, like being content against who you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that scene with my husband that was like, just made me so sad. Yeah. So when you think back, whether it's that scene or maybe that scene is a part of something bigger in that life. But when you look back on that life from the vantage point of the soul, what kind of residues, thought patterns, what kind of things do you carry in your life as Elizabeth that are from that life, but don't serve you in this life? that that break in that first scene where I just felt broke yeah really I allowed in that life to adopt this like idea that I'm not in control ah yeah yeah and yeah it really hurt me I think and eventually I just kind of let myself die, you know? Yeah. Do you get the sense, does it feel, sometimes when we simply bring the unconscious to the conscious, it's enough for our, every part of our being to say, oh, that makes sense. I'm not going to do that anymore. Or do you feel like this is maybe something that lives in you or holds you back or is a block somewhere in your body? How does that feel? I feel like it's just kind of like a block, like like lodged in my chest, like but on my left side. Okay, good. And that's where I felt that pain the most too. Ah, okay. Okay. So what does it feel like, that pain? Does it feel like pain from pressure, like a squeezing from the outside or growing from the inside? Or is it sharp or just heavy or thick? How would you describe that? What does it feel like, that pain? It feels like it's growing from the inside and it's just like heavy like it holds me back um yeah it's not sharp or anything it's just there okay and with the idea of that that block kind of just growing inside of you holding you back do you get the sense, is there, is there a belief that you picked up in that life? Is there a fear? Maybe it comes from that first scene where you kind of felt that real anxiety, that break. Maybe it comes from something else. But like, what is the fear or belief that sustains that block within you? Yeah, it. I did pick up a belief in this. When I'm here, 
I owe my life to other people. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's like I like let go of control and I just, like, I never really grab the reins back. Oh. Yeah. So when it can see past it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you feel like that loss of control or feeling like a loss of control in that life, and when you look at it now from the vantage point of the soul, is that what it feels like? Does it feel like to regain control, you grab the reins? Or do you feel like you need to release this this pain, this discomfort, this feeling in your chest? Or do you feel like you need to release it and let it go? Or maybe both? I think think both, honestly. Like, I think release it and then choose to take them back. Okay, okay. So let's do that first part. Let's release this now. So when you think of releasing this block that's holding you back, does it feel good to have someone like pull it out or do you want a magnet to suck it out or do you want it to dissolve and fall to the floor or melt onto the floor? What feels right? I think it needs to dissolve. Yeah. So imagine whether it's just dissolving on its own, maybe it dissolves with every breath you take, maybe it dissolves because someone hits it with a magic wand or something else. But imagine that within you just simply dissolving and leaving on the exhale. And so with your mind, you can maybe feel it get less and less until you take a few breaths and you notice it's not there anymore. So take your time and allow this to dissolve and leave on your exhales. And just say, okay, when the pain has left or that feeling has left. Okay. Good. And so I want you to know that that dissolved energy is now being moved into your root system. In this root system that either comes off the base of your spine or it comes off your feet, it's sucking in that dense, heavy, blocked energy. And it brings it all the way to the core of the earth where it gets transmuted into a higher frequency, a frequency of love and healing. And that just adds to the love and healing that we get from Mother Earth, all of us. And so now what I want you to imagine, if you could imagine that place that once held that block, and you're going to fill it with something, and it's going to come in the form of like a beam of light from the universe. But tell me what feels like it could be the best option to put there. 
Maybe it's the opposite of anxiety for you. Maybe it's some kind of strength or motivation to grab the reins. But what emotion, what quality, what strength do you want to fill that area that once held that block? feel like belief belief in like kind of magic like or maybe belief in magic oh like yes yeah there's belief i don't know that's kind of how i'm feeling yeah let's go there so imagine that riding in on the light beams from the highest source in the universe. And maybe this belief in magic, this trust in magic, this love of magic, this ability to see the magic around you, imagine it coming in. Coming in and maybe it's a light, a color, maybe it's a mix of colors. And it fills that space, fills and heals that space that once held that block. And it overflows that space. And it begins to fill your entire mind, body, and soul. Imagine it, sense it, feel it, know it, see it. This light, this belief in the magic, this knowing of the magic this flowing with the magic is running to you and through you, filling your entire mind, body, and spirit. And imagine yourself being like totally animated. Maybe you imagine yourself in a power pose. And now Elizabeth, I want you to imagine yourself grabbing the reins, the reins of your life. They're right in front of you. They're yours for the taking. And so imagine, sense, feel, know that you're reaching out and grabbing those reins. And as you imagine yourself doing that, the reins of your life, tell me what they feel like in your hands. electrifying like gold I mean they're gold and kind of lit up yeah yeah that definitely like my left side feels a lot more electrified like I don't know like I haven't had that one in a while or something yeah cool yeah and that is part of your magic it's part of your magic working with my magic And it's everywhere. And you can see that right now. And so just know that anytime you feel like in the future, anytime you might feel like you're losing control or those old feelings of anxiety come back, know that all you have to do is imagine, sense, feel, know this bright, light, gold, just beautiful rains, electrifying rains in your hands just to animate you in your fullest potential. And all you have to do is think about it. 
is feel it and know it and know that every day it'll get easier and easier for you to do that, to not only take the reins in your life, but know that you can trust that you will and enjoy when you do. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And so is there any other residues, any other blocks that just maybe are making themselves known in your mind, whether it's a knowing or a feeling in your body, or does this feel pretty complete? I think it feels pretty complete. Okay, good, good. So now we're going to move away from this past life. We're going to move away into the light and into a space of spiritual guidance. So as you move away farther and farther away from that past life, just sending love and guidance to everyone who was in that life with you, taking the lessons and the strength and the perspective with you. And so now, as you know, in the space of spiritual guidance, I'll ask your higher self and your spirit guide questions. And you just simply wait for that answer to come in, observe what comes in and let me know. So my first question for Elizabeth's spirit guides and higher self is why was she shown this life at this time? It mirrors a lot of her current life. Hmm. Similar, um, similar choices and paths, I guess. Okay. Except I think in this life, I have more choice. Mm. similar similar people similar person okay and so for elizabeth to see clearly her own life in that past life her current life in that past life what else is she, is there anything else that she should kind of connect the dots with or any other reasons why she saw this past life? Uh, to change the current life and make a different choice. Mm. I think, I think that she knows the parallels and um, has the capability to change it, basically. Oh, good. So know that every day that'll get easier and easier. You'll be able to see more and more of those parallels and more and more of those tiny moments every day where you can feel more empowered. You can feel like you have a choice. Even if you end up choosing a choice you would have never thought, you'll know it's the right choice by how it feels. And you can trust that you know that. 
and trust that you have that right. Good. So my next question for Elizabeth Spirit Guides and Higher Self is, what can she know? What else can she know in terms of her striving to live a life that's hers, to live a life where she's kind of like reaching that full potential? What else can she know about what that means, um, what that means to her soul, maybe kind of why she came here, why she incarnated? Sometimes when we can understand why we chose this life, it's a little bit easier to make peace and feel content and feel like we have agency and choice. So what else, what else can you know about that, about just that feeling of just understanding in those everyday moments that you have the choice and the power? Keep hearing that I have to be patient. That patience is something I'm here to learn more about. Mm. And that I like being here as hard as it is I've chosen to be here a lot so that I'm here okay but just that that I've chosen to be here you know like yeah um, <laughs> I just keep hearing like you like it here <laughs> so you keep coming back so if elizabeth is ever in a space in the future where maybe she's just kind of in a funk that she could easily move herself out of what's something that she can use or do to help remind herself and really feel that she does like being here and she did make the choice to be here is there something she can do or say or know in those tiny moments, maybe in the future, if it creeps in? I have to be around people. Like, I have to socialize, I think. I think that will, that will help. Um, I keep trying to not do that and that will feed me mm. and lift my spirits. Um, but I think also I have to keep like exploring other, I have to keep exploring in the world because I can in this life and that's kind of what taking the reins for me is mm. like I have to in order to kind of like kind of overcome that experience like in the past life 
I have the freedom in this life to do it. And so I need to. Wow. Yeah. I think that. I think just to know it's okay to do that. Like maybe not my peers are and I might not have as much as them or be as far, but being like this life is more about exploration for me versus those things. Yeah. Yeah. And what a great choice the ultimate choice to be able to explore internally and externally. What else, what else can Elizabeth know about living life to the fullest? And maybe it's through the lens of if she needs to know more about her gifts or her special talents, or maybe she's thinking of, should I do A or B? in a different part of her life that seems unrelated, but what else can she know about living her life to the fullest? I think a big part of it is like recognizing who I'm not and just trying not to fit myself into that box. Mm. I don't have to do that. And like that's that's okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I really feel like I feel like my spirit guides like wanted to show me that like like this parallel life because like that was then and like this is now and this world is different. And I don't have to be who I'm not. And like, I don't know, it just feels like thinking about that is kind of like mind shattering to me. Like, yeah, maybe in a lot of other lives, it wasn't like that or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be able to feel that more and more. And someday you'll maybe be listening to this recording and be like, wow, I can't believe I ever thought differently. And that'll just be so natural for you. It'll grow and blossom, bloom more and more every day. And one more question about kind of in the vein of worthiness, inner critic, guilt that Elizabeth feels around work or maybe not doing enough. What else can she know on her journey of kind of taking the reins in that part of her life as well? And not only taking the reins, but not feeling a lot of guilt for it, feeling empowered because of it. that I need that I need to trust that the value I bring isn't based on a certain number of hours like time that I put in mm. um, I keep like hearing like the world is different now and we need to like shed these 
these beliefs of like hundreds of years ago like yeah time isn't isn't value and if you can do what's like really valuable it just doesn't it doesn't matter how you're spending your time like oh wow and just to yeah to focus on the value that I'm bringing versus like yeah the time that I'm giving up <laughs> yeah oh yes yeah I feel like the big takeaway is that like, this realization that like the world is different now like yeah and maybe the I've world? been here so much like I didn't I'm not used to that or something yeah yes I think that that's true. In I have one more question for your spirit guides and higher self in this. Sometimes when we shift our beliefs, we can still experience like resistance or some fear. And um, when we're doing the good work and pushing through that fear, it's important to feel it. But sometimes it can kind of get out of control or a lot. And so as Elizabeth kind of makes her own choices, more of her own choices that are probably not similar to what other people are doing around her, what can she know or remember in times of, like if she were to ever experience any sort of self-doubt in the future, which she might not given this experience, but if she does, what can she know or remember to kind of snap out of that self-doubt? I keep hearing like she will feel self doubt, self doubt, because that's like part of her journey is to overcome that. Ah. And to embrace it and learn about it. Not yeah. try to push it away or ignore it or but explore why it's there and and let it go. Yes. What a note to end on. So let's begin our journey back to the present moment. There it is. That is our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. Take anything that makes your load lighter and just leave the rest.